Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast and a very special episode. Um, with me, as always, is Matt Scott. Matt, how you doing? I'm good. I thought it was going to be a tag team partner, someone we could have no. the tag team championships together. It's a this- special episode. So we, you know, we do we do it differently when it's a special episode to, to delineate it from our regular episodes. Can't even be like the Jim Ross to your JR by God. I don't know what what's going on here, Mari. This is a mess. But you know what? Happy yeah. to be here for this very special episode. I feel like we should call it something else, like a yeah. like this pop up episode. A, That's what the kids like to call yes, it. Yes. It's a it's a hot hot topics episode. Hot, hot. It's a hot it's hot off the presses, uh surprise with old extra news. plus bonuses. <laughs> um yes. All the things. Yeah. We like old news. We do like old news. We old news, good which old, counts for- old teeth, cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some tea. old cold, cold tea is what yeah. you're going to get from us today. And maybe some hot tea, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. If you haven't noticed, uh, the Wrestling Rehab Up has been on a quick hiatus, a hiatus. Um, Hopefully you've but- noticed. And I know, I know, hopefully we're still technically on hiatus until our regularly scheduled programming. I mean, semantics. We'll be back like very, very soon, um, probably in in Uh, a week. Yeah, in a week. (laughs) So, but we just had to hop on here. We had to talk about everything that's been going on while we were gone. I mean, like literally we logged off and then the wrestling world just like blew a fuse. Yeah, so, the wrestling world decided to say, Matt, Mari, you thought that you could take a break right now? Right. <laughs> it just laughed Funny. in our faces. It, it really, really did. did. Yeah. And it's very annoying because, you know, wrestling never takes a, doesn't have an off season. So apparently we can't have an off season either. It's, I don't like it. It's unfortunate, but this is what happens when we come back from our breaks, you'll get the cold tea. Well, maybe we should take off more and then wrestling's just going to blow up every time we take off. So, yeah, you know, I think yeah, that's a good we're move. the ones. Yeah, we're the uh, ones responsible for arguably some of the best wrestling that you've ever seen in the last yeah. few weeks slash uh, wildest wrestling that you've seen in the last few weeks. So um, you're welcome. That, you're welcome. That's Mari saying you're welcome. She, she wanted me to. <laughs> deliver that one i don't i don't think i have anything to do with it i'm just here humbly um talking about it all 
So today we'll just be talking about some of like the hot news items that came out of the wrestling world while we were gone. We'll answer your questions. And as always, if you want to join the conversation, you can always um, find us on Twitter at Wrestling Rehab Up on Twitter. You can use hashtag Wrestling Rehab Up to join the conversation. And if you have any long form questions, you can always send an email to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com and um, we'll answer uh, everything there. So, I mean, let's just get into it, like for real. Yeah. Um, all out. Ada, all, all out. All out. All out. What a lot of people have been calling. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Let me just say, first and foremost, Same. it is good to be back with you, Mari. We've been gone. Mm-hmm. We've been doing other things. We've been seeing other people. So yeah. it's nice <laughs> that we could be here again. Um, but all out. What did what yeah. what where do we even even start with all out? Do you still remember all out? Yeah, I do. To start with yes. it was it was probably very poor timing to, to, to <laughs> that we we totally forgot to like uh, we, not we to knew go it was on coming. A, a hiatus right before all out. Like, but you know what? I I'm sorry. I have a life, and it will not revolve <laughs> yeah. around wrestling yeah. as much as you know possible so yeah uh, drag them mari tell the fans no, that you know. i'm not dragging anybody i'm just saying like wrestling takes so much out of us already if i have if we have a plan to take off i'm taking off i don't care i, I don't care what happens. i'll say this i think we made the perfect i think it was the perfect time to take some time off because mm-hmm. the world the wrestling world actually exploded um yeah and i don't think we would have been able to process it we would have exploded guys yeah. you should be happy that we're not exploding and speaking of explosive things all out sure how explosive <laughs> yeah it was such Dynamite. a good review like yeah we got to we got to see it you know by nefarious means now. Um, we some both people, paid $50 to watch it. You know that we did. Yes. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, go fight TV. Fight.tv. Yeah. There we go. What a website. Um, <laughs> it was great. I mean, so like there's plenty of debuts. Like the, the match quality was really high. A lot of people were saying that it was probably one of the best. And, you know, some people have some a little bit of hyperbole saying that it was the best pay-per-view in like the past. I think they said 20 years. Let me give you this, Mari, from my perspective, just to like lay it out, lay it out for the fans. Yeah, please. I, I watched all out. I watched all of that all out. And that night, once it was done, I said, this is the best wrestling show I've seen maybe ever. And I mean, wow. Yeah. Like from, from the top to the bottom or from the bottom of the top to the, of the card. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this was, uh, yeah, all the people, nobody could stop talking about this show. People are calling, people are texting, people are tweeting. (laughs) Everybody's been all about all out, but, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously, this was an amazing card and I didn't have any yeah. problems with any of the matches, even the worst match on the card, um, mm. which I would say is Paul White versus QT Marshall. Yeah. Made sense because you kind of need something to follow Punk and Darby Allen. Um, yeah. But everything was so good. And we had all of these epic debuts between CM Punk's in-ring debut and then of course we had Ruby Soho aka the former Ruby Riot we had Brian Danielson aka former Daniel Bryan and of course uh Adam Cole baby was there I think yeah. that's it 
I probably missed somebody who debuted because there are so many surprises. But um, there was a lot of surprises. But I think that's it. Yeah, I think that was it. I mean, the show it really was uh, structured well. Just like looking back at the card itself, I man the the women having to come right after the Young Bucks Lucha Brothers. match that kind of was like ugh, that that was a very tough tough act to follow that was a really good like spot fest and and i mean that in a good way you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> some people think it that could be a negative thing but it, it was really good and then um the young bucks actually lost to the, the lucia brothers yeah. uh yeah like crazy so i mean Again, we we loosely follow a lot of the storylines in AEW, so I didn't have an inkling that they were going to lose those those belts going into it. So I was actually very surprised, and I, I like it like that. Sometimes I don't need to know everything, you know, that's about to happen. So yeah. um, that was great. Oh my god, the women's casino royale! I really like. I mean, it just reminded me how stacked AEW's women's division is, but yeah. how we see so little of them. Exactly. I was annoyed watching that that match. Yeah, but I think it's a good point to like even just thinking about what what they dealt us on the show. Like to talk about some of the stuff that is CM Punk. Um, who was really amazing. We were not um, talking about at this very second. Beyond (laughs) that, there were just so many great moments that I think were were pretty awesome to take in. Um, You know, but the the Battle Royal, I didn't love it because I just felt like it was reminding us of all of the people who we wish we had more of. Mm -hmm. And then it's the type of thing where they were just... Like it was giving me WWE women's battle royal vibes, but like mm-hmm. maybe like twenty the twenty twenty one version of that. Like it, it wasn't super impressive to me. Yeah, see, I think the problem, I, and I've I've watched plenty of their like the buy in battle royals and all of that. I've seen like I think every single one of them, but for some reason, like the 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 production just hasn't caught up with AEW, like the production value, should I say? So yeah. like when four people are running in, you know, again, I am technically a casual viewer of AEW. AEW doesn't really cater to casual viewers. So when four people run in, I'm trying to figure out who the four people are. They're not they're not getting their um we're not seeing their entrances because there's four of them. Like the Chiron, they don't even get they didn't weren't even getting their own Chirons. It wasn't until all four of them entered the ring the ring and then they put all of the names just stacked on each other. So again, unless you knew who they were, you didn't know who they were, you know? I think yeah. that was that kind of was an issue for me. And I'm trying to really think if I if I had that issue with the other like um uh, casino battle royals or whatever. And I don't think I did. And I'm trying to I maybe I need to go back and watch them. But I also felt like again we got no entrances either. And well, normally this matches on the Normally, it's, this matches on the buy-in. So, do you think yeah. maybe they rushed it this time because it was on the main card? And they, you know what I'm saying? I have no clue. I mean, yeah. I, I, what I will say is this: we did get like we kind of got intros in the sense that, like, for most of the wrestlers, we saw them walk out. 
yeah. to their music for like 10 seconds and then it yeah. switched. So like there wasn't even that full explanation of who they are. I did yes. take note mentally. It's not in my notes now, but um, I think it was like Red Velvet. We didn't get to see Red Velvet come out. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it means you need to be able to see who everyone is and to take that in. And I think for this show in particular, like a lot of people could probably criticize like Matt, Mari, you should know everyone. You should know everything if you're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. And like the reality is, I think that we do know more than like we with AEW than we give ourselves credit for. Yes. But at the same time, like this show had CM Punk on it. And there were a lot of people who were watching for the first time. And one of the things I mm. loved about All Out was that it seemed like every performer was working as if they knew like people would be watching for the first time taking this in. We need to give a thousand percent. Um, mm-hmm. But the, but still the, there are some elements of how things are produced. Like we're talking mm-hmm. about with this battle Royal that, that fell short just a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that the highlight for me, other than just seeing everybody and having them there was of course uh, the, debut of yes. none other than Ruby Soho, aka Ruby Riot, who, who knows, has has she gotten more tattoos since last time I saw her? I don't, I know. don't know, but she looks, she looks so amazing. amazing. And she the does. funny thing, most of these debuts, except for one, everybody knew was, was coming, but mm-hmm. it still felt cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew Ruby was coming. We more than likely knew she was going to be the Joker in the Casino Battle Royale. What I didn't think was that she was actually going to win. It came down yeah. to her and Thunder Rosa. The winner gets a shot at the um, AEW Women's Championship. I thought for sure Thunder Rosa was going to win so he can get another Thunder Rosa versus Brit. But Ruby wins here. And I was, I mean, great. I love it. I love Ruby so much. I loved all of her. Um, she did her own like vignettes, you know, I think her moniker is like the runaway now. And I just loved everything that she produced leading up to her, like her return or her re-debut or whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. it's just, and, and it's also just kind of refreshing too that it, she, like I'm not trying to really throw shade at anybody, but oh, I it oh, was really oh, it, the it team, was Mari. do it. It was it was really refreshing refreshing that her vignette wasn't like oh I, she was locked up or she was in a mental institution or she was like in prison like that type of oh the chains are broken type thing you know yeah. like a lot of the other wrestlers who who, mm-hmm. who have done who came from WWE. I like that she just came and it felt just fresh and new and it was just like it got me really jazzed up to see her so i'm so excited she's been on i think she was on dynamite the week after as well so they it does seem like they're putting some time into her and i'm just so happy she's back on my tv like legit i don't the time without her i just don't understand what what wwe was thinking um not putting her on tv but even more i would add because i agree with all of that of course i would just add that i didn't feel horrible about her winning here like i i think that a Mm. big topic of conversation that that i'm sure is up is coming up now but also will continue to come up is just this conversation about what do we do like what does aw do with former wwe people do they highlight them do they not and you know this is a big question because 
As mentioned, Ruby Soho's here, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, CM Punk. And I mean, in reality, like Ruby was someone who was not highlighted or featured in mm. WWE truly to the extent that she should have been. And so I love that they chose to highlight her. I And I also love that they chose to do that, knowing that there might be backlash to it, knowing that people might say, what, this isn't a homegrown star. When in reality, like, Anyone can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you're really good, you end up working everywhere at some point. Uh, and and you know what? Like this is these are not WWE stars. I think the thing that sucks though is when people think like, oh, I don't want this person to succeed, or I don't want them to have a job with this company because they were with that other company, which is ridiculous. Like we want people to get paid and make their money, especially in a, pa- in a global. Panama Sunrise, um, hmm. which is a whole, brings up someone else who debuted. But yeah, um, other thoughts on just like Ruby or anything you're excited about going forward. I, I'm just pumped that she's back on our TV and really on our TV right. better than ever. Like I said, I, I'm pretty sure she had a, a, a match. Oh, she had, she had a match the next mm-hmm. week with uh, was uh, the girl like her name is right in my That's head. That's right. I cannot think about it. She but did. she just <laughs> she just does so uh, like Ruby in the ring. Just watching Ruby in the ring, I love just watching her in the ring. Like um, yeah. for me with um, matches, I like people who sell. Like uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've said she's this before so because she's so good at selling. Like Ruby is so good at selling, and I just. It just makes me watching her matches. Just, I just love them. I love their matches. I'm excited for her. Yeah, and she's she's. Very, I've, I know I've said this before, but I always go back in my head to the May Young classics when they showed mm. footage from Shimmer, and basically every single person had footage yeah. where she was like selling or getting pinned by them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, to to make other people look good is a talent in pro wrestling definitely an underrated talent and she does that well so I know she'll do that in AEW and and we'll see what they do with her and how far that she goes her match with um, Britt is uh, next week on Dynamite yeah. So, and I think there's rumblings that they might be on Rampage. I don't know if they're on Rampage doing a contract signing or something, but like mm-hmm. they weren't featured. They weren't featured yesterday on Dynamite. So, um, sorry guys, this is not an evergreen podcast, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but um, I, I'm thinking that the, I, I think I heard they might be on Rampage tomorrow promoting it the match. Be. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for Ruby. Um, Again, going to like the final match, we had Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the title, which again, I had to remind myself that like Christian had earned this title shot a while back before he had earned the TNA title shot. Like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I completely forgot because I was like, why are they wrestling again? (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, I think even then it was kind of strange that they had two world title matches lined up like one with the, with obviously the same for the people back championship one yeah. at the same time basically it's like okay yeah. you're gonna have two matches one for each championship and but it also felt like forever ago that they had the impact championship match yeah it, does it was feel it, like it, it. It feel it felt like a big gap between that and the all out match, and maybe it was only like two weeks or so. But 
It was on the inaug. Was it on the inaugural rampage? So yeah, maybe two or three like, weeks, maybe three even four before we- all yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Wow. Before all, yes, before all out. So, um, but I, I think they just used it to get over the fact that Christian had beat him once because on commentary they just kept saying you know um christian's the only person who's beat kenny in so so many months and when he yeah. took that impact championship so they basically used it to sell that he might take the aw title from him but i mean great match it's it was a vehicle just to serve that um after the match there was like a post-match beat down i think with a Jurassic Express, I think, was the ones that yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, they got beat down. And then Adam Cole comes out. Like, that was the true, utter surprise. Like, I, you know, there was rumblings, of course, but w- that was the one we didn't know, you know? And he yeah. comes out and people are like, so is what's he going to do? Is he going to help the bad guys? Because Kenny, it was Kenny, the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks. I, I might talk about how I didn't like that the Young Bucks came out late, you know, later that night after being in a grueling match and just were just mm-hmm. holding their sides. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, the original, you know, the the Bullet Club slash Elites all came out. We're out there, and Adam Cole came out, and he, um, I think he kicked Christian in the face. You know, Rude. he. <laughs> right he's he's talking about how he is elite so he is joining Kenny and them he is debuting as a heel of course he took pot shots at WWE which okay understandable um from what we understand Adam Cole and WWE left pretty like on good terms I, I, from what I understand they tried to throw a lot of money at him but the mm-hmm. the main problem was Twitch if I, if I, I don't yeah, know. that's that's why I ended up hearing, and there were actually mm-hmm. rumors for a couple weeks at least, I think, where people were saying, "Oh, well, one of the things that was the nail in the coffin is that I'm sure you heard this that allegedly WWE creative wanted to make him a manager oh. on the main roster, oh, managing, that, Keith, yeah. managing Keith Lee as a heel. I'm I'm pretty sure that was like." That that Adam Cole said like no they they absolutely didn't want to do that that's fake news yeah, um, fake news, yeah. but either way like I just think that especially seeing how they retooled NXT especially hearing all the news about how they felt about people of certain sizes and yeah. you know going back to that big guy thing. approach like. Mm-hmm. How could you let Adam Cole go? This man is like one of the most talented people in the business and still has so much more to give. Um, At the same time, I'm so happy that he's in AEW, even just from the perspective of him being on the same roster as Britt Baker, uh, excuse me, Dr. Britt Baker, DMB. And, you know, just... I hope that he's happier. That's how I feel yes. about everyone who's everybody who's, who mm-hmm. came to AEW. Like they seem happy, they seem really happy, and I hope they're a lot happier with with things now that they're well, there. Well, did you see what Andrade? Did you see everything with Andrade? Um, Andrade happen. had liked some tweets. He had liked some kind of shady tweets about him not having anything to do in AEW. And then so the rumblings, yeah, the rumblings were that Andrade's not um, happy with his bookings in AEW, especially now that there's even more 
you know, and, and that's the thing. You and when you get so many big stars jumping ship or or yeah. you know being pushed into the AEW main event, then it's just like it, there's there's just no room for everybody. And I mean, we've been talking yeah. about this for for months now, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I'm still mad about time. Hangman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I, <laughs> I wonder if he if his um wife's given birth. Yeah. Yet. I think she did. But look, we, who be, knows? We, we don't yeah, know anything. We don't know. We're not, we don't know. We're not here to we know? be in the. We're back not like here that. to be like uh, what's a doctor who helps a. I was gonna say doula nurse, but I don't know. Okay, like, there you go. The, oh, that, yeah. Let's go it's with that. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, what? Uh, got got it right. <laughs> gonna keep going. Um, but yeah, it's just like there are always gonna be people who aren't happy with their spot on the roster. Not everyone could be on yeah. the top. Um, Andrade. I, I mean, he just got there. Like, and yeah. I, I did. But he's on like his third manager, I think. Is Ric Flair his manager right now? Is this happening? I think so. That'd be cool, but I don't think so. I've Not seen, to my knowledge. I've seen some tweets, some headlines. So maybe that's yeah. going to happen. But we'll see. No clue. Um, some people aren't happy. That's what happens. Um, but I think that yeah. the cool thing about AEW, and it really seems to be the case, is that like Tony Khan is not Vince McMahon. Tony Khan seems receptive to good ideas. Um, and you know, some people just won't get over as much or as well. And like you're, you know, that's the way it is. But let's hope that it all evens out and balances out and they find ways to use Andrade. I also hope that they find ways to use someone else who debuted that night at All Out. Mm-hmm. Bam! Brian Danielson. He's all yeah. elite. Yeah, How do you well, feel about that? Tell I us. feel good. I do feel good. He does have a match. He has a... Is it a match for the title next week? Again, sorry guys. We just decided to hop on here. This is uh, We're free-flowing here, but he does. He has a match versus yeah. Kenny Omega next week. And um, it's not it's not for the title. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, great. So yeah. that's which I think is is well, <laughs> great for a lot of reasons. One, that'd be strange if it was for the title already. But two, yeah, like you never know what's going to happen. Will Brian win here? Will he not win? Um, it is surreal that he's in AEW because he did seem like such a. WWE company guy. Yeah. Um, well, at least back in in April or March when people were talking about his contract, like to me, I thought, oh, well, there's no way, there's no way that he'll be in AEW. But he he is like he he did an interview saying like he loved working with the with WWE. He just wanted to do something else. Like he yeah he he said he liked working there and he he still left. Like yeah so. And and that's again that's what I appreciate. Like I really I I've said it like a hundred times. Like when you go, when when you go back and forth between the brands and then you like talk all that crap. It all it mm-hmm. does is it stokes the fire of the fandom, and then it just gets very annoying. And that's and that's always been my gripe. Like AEW itself is very entertaining, but it's just really hard for me to really get into it because people just get so wrapped up in the wars, both for AEW and WWE. Stand wars are not fun. It's not cool. Like 
You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's never fun for me. So I love yeah. when um people like Brian Brian Danielson they come. They're like, this is the greener pastures. He you know he just wants to wrestle more people. He just wants to wrestle more people from around the world, different people he hasn't been able to wrestle, and that is great. And that's that just means for us we get to see a whole bunch of really cool matches and that's what originally all this started you know this all started with cody and his list you know so Mm -hmm. like i just wish it was back to that like and like you said just being happy for people and and like the all of the headlines when all of these these people uh premiered was like the war just got heated exactly like a bomb was tossed it's like guys like come on like we yeah. Sorry. Let me pick that. Let me pick. No, no, no. Let me pick up for that. Cause I'm, you're literally going exactly where I was thinking, which is that everyone talks about the war. Everyone talks about who's winning the war. And yeah. like da- uh, Brian Danielson is a great example of someone who, um, you know, he just like, He's living his best life, first of all. He's not in the middle of a war or shooting shots at, at WWE. <laughs> He's just trying to like right. have a career and have a life. And he loves wrestling. He's just trying to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. And I, I think that this whole thing about the war is interesting because it's not a war. I mean, Thank at the you. end of the day, the wrestling world is better off for CM Punk being back, whether that's a thing that whether that's for you or not. They're better for Adam Cole being in a spot where he'll actually be featured as opposed to whatever WWE might have done with him or Brian Danielson or Ruby Soho or CM Punk. Like all of these things are good for wrestling overall because they're generating buzz and excitement and bringing back a lot of people, a lot of fans who were lapsed fans, who didn't care for whatever reason, who said, what? CM Punk is back? I haven't watched since he like complained about not having ice cream bars and dropped a yeah. bomb or whatever. So I'm happy about this. I just hope that like the tribalism could be left in the past that we could just yeah. acknowledge that this is all really good for wrestling and also acknowledge that like one of the things that's frustrating is I see this on Facebook in different, you know, wrestling Facebook groups that people will post like, here's a screenshot of uh, AEW's ratings this week, like uh. the week that Punk debuted. And then here's a screenshot of WWE's rings. And it's like, see, WWE has so many more people watching. But like, that's not what it's about, especially in 2021. Like, right. it's not even about ratings and it's not beating about beating WWE in the ratings. It's just about putting out a really great product that excites fans, that sells merch, that does a bunch of other things. But it's not about mm-hmm. like, let's get more people to watch us on TV because I feel like that's like what the companies care about least in 2021 this isn't 1998 Mm -hmm. you know yeah they're not fighting for their position on the airways both of these companies have long-term tv deals that are signed sealed and delivered you know what i'm saying like they they don't really care about this back and forth um the only thing this back and forth does is 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 does help them with like pushing merch i guess or putting their name out there but it just doesn't wrestling is for everybody that is literally our our slogan our mantra like wrestling is it for Trademark. everybody but everything isn't for everybody you know what i'm saying like every piece yeah. of wrestling is not for everybody so you know yeah. in a sense of you might not like everything that's being 
presented. But the great thing is, especially right now in 2021, is you have so many options. You have so many options, not just WWE, not just AEW. Impact is is putting on a good product that is actually accessible during their Twitch stream. And they, um, you know, they're about to do their all women's like pay-per-view, the knockouts, knockdown. You had NWA mm. Empower show just ha- happened recently, right? Yeah, that just happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, it's just so many options. AEW, of course, has dark, dark elevation and all of that. So it's just like, um, it, you know, find what you like and like it. Like it yeah. out loud, but don't love, hate things. Love it. <laughs> love it hard. Put yeah. your energy into loving the things that you love, not in yeah. hating. Don't put your energy toward the things that you hate, or else you're just going to end up being bitter. And, yes. you know, we've been, I'm sure we've been there. And even with like, covering certain things it sucks to cover things that we hate unless it's really (laughs) fun to talk about the things that we hate uh, about those things which happens sometimes but you know it like let's just focus on getting more people into the tent rather than pushing people out or saying my tent's better than yours yours sucks like let's knock that down like we could really i think that this is a cool point in wrestling where people actually will think that wrestling's cool again. And, you know, it's been nice to like see people who wouldn't normally talk or care about wrestling actually talking and caring about that. And a lot of that I will say has been because of this man, CM Punk, uh, Phil Brooks. And, but I, I also would say that it's, it's a lot bigger than that. Like there's a lot more general excitement yeah. just around the fact that like AEW's hot WWE is getting hotter potentially in response to AEW and I don't think that's a bad thing for the business exactly exactly CM Punk um, won his debut fight against Darby Allen clean pinned him clean he he yeah did. so um, I gotta see I'm not sure what Punk is up to now but once we get back into the swing of things of course we will bring you the highlights the real real highlights of the week from AEW Raw all of that um, yeah. you just love showing this picture at this point I do love this pic. well I mean it's the one I have, have ready to pull up thanks for watching <laughs> everyone who's watching on YouTube but yes. you know I think the the thing is so Punk now is in kind of a feud with Team Taz, where they're going after him. Oh, right. Which is also kind of right. So, I like about Starks, that. Hook, you know, all of them. Mm-hmm. Very interesting choice for where to put him. I mean, I think that this whole thing about where he is on the, I don't even want to say on the card because we know like CM Punk is a main event talent, but I do appreciate that they're not putting him immediately in the main event. I mean, Darby Allen and Sting were feuding with team Taz only a few months ago. So it makes sense that he's moved Mm -hmm. from Darby and Sting onto team Taz, but like I'm curious to see where it goes. And he said he wanted to work with the younger talent. So that makes sense that like, that is, that is a move that makes complete, sense to me so good for him and like I said we'll be we'll be catching up on that one thing though that did come from um, this pay-per-view was a campaign for like black wrestling draws because they you know yes (laughs) 
and it, it's always pointed, you know, it's always going to be pointed out until AEW really fixes this, that their diversity, at least when it comes to their main shows and their pay-per-views is really, really lacking. Yeah. Um, so there's a Twitter campaign. Jesus, I really wish. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't grab the creator. Um, but. I think oh nope, let me not do that. But um because I don't <laughs> I want I don't want to give credit to some, yeah, I didn't want to give give credit to the wrong wrong uh people or wrong person. But I do know Sway yeah. Archer, a uh indie uh-huh. wrestler, um, has been definitely tweeting it. But um there's been a concerted effort for like the past two or two or three weeks to um whenever there is like black wrestling to make sure you're getting you're watching it you're putting the ratings you're using that hashtag hashtag black wrestling draws just to show that again black wrestling draws and ever since i've been definitely paying attention um it actually got me to watch aew dark um a few weeks ago because big swole was taking on um a diamante and a and a three strikes match i'd never heard of that uh yeah it was Three strikes. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But mm. um Big Swole ended up winning. It was great. I was like, this is the only time you'll watch you'll catch me watching Dark. Um uh they had the uh Jay Cargill was just on AEW Dynamite last night versus uh legit Layla Hirsch, and they mm. try to get that trending during her match. Um and Lee Moriarty has also been wrestling recently. So I mean, um, it's not just AEW. We'll we'll keep we'll go into that, but it's yeah. just a really good thing because good thing to see in in the wrestling circles that you know both of us tend to run in that you know hashtag Black Wrestling Draws is really they're really trying to make a concerted effort to get diversity into wrestling as much as possible, and it's it's just great to see. One um, of my favorite things as a side note about like related mm-hmm. to that is just that somehow. Like that WWE is just the home of like all of these iconic black wrestlers who yeah. are being featured. Like who would have expected that? And I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, like, I guess the flip side of it is, oh, these people are all super talented. Like you can't yeah. deny that, but. And they earned it. Uh, I mean, yeah. we know that Vince listens to the podcast. He's been yeah. listening all year, and I think we've convinced him of something. Yes, yes, it's it, you're right. Like the it's such a weird like side effect. I guess I don't know what the thing is, but it's just like you know, in WWE, the diversity is just bursting at the seams right now. Um, so yeah, one and of you the know reasons, what? I'll just yeah. also put out there like the other thing is like it. I don't even want to get into how they got to this point, how they realized that they were going to, because like, this might literally be like, well, we, you know, I'm not even going to be cynical about it. I'm just going to be happy about it um, for today. But yeah, it is like, it's um, right. Exactly. Like, you know, there are financial reasons for things to, I I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but I mean, I am really happy that we are getting the people we're getting that we can see a black WWE champion lose his championship to another black black W well now WWE champion like what yeah the first time in forever uh in ever maybe yeah uh WWE uh black WWE champion champion lost his uh championship to another black WWE wrestler who's now the champion so Big E Big E is what 
Yeah, I mean, I it's so wild because when you said that, I wanted to make the clarification that we're talking about the WWE Championship. But if you think back to earlier oh. this year, Sasha, Bianca, what is WWE oh, doing yeah, some magical true. things in the, with this? Yes, we are just talking about the WWE Championship. This is just that. That is the. This is the only time that that has happened because it's great that we need to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so yeah, Big E is now the WWE champion. Like, that's definitely one of the things that make us hop back on these mics. Like, it's so amazing. Like, it's so great. He was Mr. Money in the Bank. So you, you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with those Money in the Bank briefcases, you know, they've conditioned us to be like, but what if this isn't the time? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> what if what if what if we don't want you to be happy yes, <laughs> what if exactly. we just want you to be really mad and that's the thing too like wwe and wrestling companies overall but wwe um which we know best like does have a habit sometimes of just like pulling i mean intentionally i was gonna say screwing the yes pulling the rug out uh from mm-hmm. under you screwing the fans out of the thing that we want just for like the future payoff and we've yeah. we saw that i think of daniel bryan a lot with that um mm-hmm. oh. but we got this and it's it was amazing because i remember seeing biggie tweet earlier in the day mm-hmm. i'm gonna cash in tonight and i'm gonna win the championship and i'm like so you know, you know for a fact I hated that. You know I hated the that. fact that he tweeted that. Yes, I hate when I hate when the when face money in the bank holders announce the matches, but ahead of time, which we know that's their move. That is literally how most of the face money in the bank matches have been. But I still was like, no, Biggie, don't do that. Don't tell me in advance. Also, don't make me watch Raw, especially since I was trying to watch the Ravens game that night. But like, <laughs> don't make me watch the whole show. No, yes, exactly. Don't make me watched the whole entire show um but it was great and it (laughs) (laughs) right but it worked out i mean it really did and it did and i don't know bobby we have to give bobby lashley credit because his his run was really good and at the end there like legit so um bobby bobby lashley had a match with um with uh, who did he have? Who did he just have a match with? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Oh, some, I forgot. Someone forgettable. Uh, what's his name? Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yes, the the yeah, <laughs> the very unforgettable. Uh, the forgettable Randy Orton. No, so he yes. had a match <laughs> with Randy Orton. Randy Orton, you know, delivered the RKO to Bobby. Bobby got under the the um ropes. He then had to deliver an RKO to. MVP because MVP was interfering but once he got back into the um, the match I think Lashley hit him with, oh put him in a hurt lock I think it was either way um, but then afterwards Lashley Lashley like tossed Riddle into the post like mm. he legit just like threw Riddle into a post and guys this really isn't supposed to be like a preview or a review podcast we just like yeah. we're just like kind of jumping around but yeah, for real are. like Bobby threw Riddle so hard I was like yes and then he picked up Randy to put Randy in the table and then he started limping and I was like wait I was like oh my god did Bobby Lashley hurt himself like 
I don't yeah. know. Jen was like, "Wait, is Bobby okay? Oh my god, I think he's hurt." And then, and then uh, Biggie's music hit. I was like, "Oh my god, they got me. They worked the no. hell out of me because no. Bobby did a really good job." Like, I legit, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, look at his knee. The ref was like yeah. checking him out too, and. Well, I mean, also, the thing I, one thing I do appreciate about this, and I don't know how intentional it was, but I guess they had to know it was coming, is that they had a commercial break. They had a commercial break between when Biggie came out and basically said he was cashing into when the match actually started. Yes, they did. I like the fact that, and again, I'm assuming this wasn't, I don't know how intentional it was, but let's just give them credit. I like that. Even in the storyline, like Bobby had a few more minutes to recover, to collect yes. himself, all of which that. I hated. Yeah, of course. And then, yes. and then he was dominating the match with Biggie from like yes. for the first half of it, pretty much. So yes. I will say and it was only like it wasn't that even that long. No, no. Yeah. I, I'll say like, am I allowed to Am I allowed to give a criticism here of like one well, thing? Well, let me give me two seconds because I still have okay. good things to talk about it first. Oh, same, so, same. Okay, so let's do the good stuff and then do the bad stuff. Yeah, we so, they, could, um, they could log off if they don't want to hear the bads, the the negative, the critical. So that's why that's why I thought it was really they they laid that out really well because you know normally if a money in the bank cash in is about to happen, you know you would have thought that Randy and Riddle would have been they would have gotten the upper hand of, on Bobby, beat Bobby down, and then that's when uh, Aunt Biggie would have came out. But I love mm-hmm. that he got injured beating them up to the point where I was like, oh my god, I think he's like really injured. <laughs> then Big E comes out. Then he, like you said, they put the commercial break. I hated every second of it because you know how I hate like the cash-ins, the money in the bank cash-ins, especially for the faces. When the refs, when the, you know, I hate love it. But when the refs are like, <laughs> really? You want to cash this in? Right now, do you think that was the whole commercial sure? break? Like, I know <laughs> with the contracts, the ref is like reading through the paperwork. Like, yes. is this the what is what is? But it was so it was just so good. Did you sign it? Yeah, they, are you got sure? The glasses out. We need to call because the lawyers over here. They <laughs> did everything they could. <laughs> they did everything you. they could to make us believe that he you know, could have lost. And it was so great. And then I think he was like um definitely like battling getting into the hurt lock and stuff like that. Yeah. And then like Bobby had put him on his shoulders and there was like a good reverse or something there into the big ending. So I mean it was just great. It was perfect. I really liked everything about that. Then Xavier and Kofi. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. This oh, was like, be- didn't like before getting okay. to the finish. Before getting to the finish. Because I want to okay, talk about the finish okay, separately. Like one thing I would say, I like the reason I liked the break, the commercial break, is because it gave Bobby some time to heal in kayfabe, which mm-hmm. would mean that he was closer to one hundred percent taking on Big E. I do yes. wish that because Bobby and MVP, Bobby Lashley and MVP knew about Biggie cashing in. I just wish they would have like set up some kind of attack on him or something mm, throughout the night. Early that in the night. A, yeah. That's the thing that didn't really make a ton of sense that to been me. Smart. Mm-hmm. You think that they could have done that? 
Nor that they yeah. would have tried to do that. Um, that's the one thing. Cause then Biggie looks even stronger with the win if he, you know, was destroyed by Bobby Lashley or by who, you know, maybe some goons. Everyone likes a good goon to pop up. Yeah. You know, maybe that's well, there's what no happen. more goons. There are no goons. You can always yeah. hire a goon if you have enough money, especially if you're champion. Um, yeah. but anyway, that's a very specific thing. Um, this was beautiful. This was such mm-hmm. a beautiful moment. And the fact that we were able to see, I think Biggie sold this moment more than anything for me. Um, mm-hmm. Because he just looked shocked, which like, yeah. I don't think anyone, no, I don't know who else is shocked, you know, about, about him being champion, but it is, a, it was a long time coming. And it, it was like an oddly emotional moment for, um, you know, for something that I think we we hoped was coming definitely for a while and that I think a lot of people saw coming, but we just didn't see it coming this week. Right, exactly. And um, it was just great. Kofi and Xavier run out to congratulate him. And it's just you can tell they just put a lot into this because he also had when he got to the back, people were congratulating him. There was like a tribute to Brody to Brody Lee in there mm. because you know him and Brody were like best friends um, and yeah. Biggie helped a lot during um, after Brody's passing with his the family like all they just had all the wrestlers congratulating Big E and talking about how great he was we had like the photo shoot segments um, they he got a long promo with Kofi and Xavier so this just kind of goes to show you that this will probably be at least you know a very long thing not, not you know, we'll see how you know what I'm saying. Like Let's maybe hope. it might not be too long, but they not they at you. least made him look like a million bucks yeah. right here and right now. They put the whole they did the ticker tape parade for him, so that's always a good yeah. sign. You know, yeah, you know, they, and that's they didn't the, act shocked that he won. You know, like you said, the they didn't. That, yeah, no, don't. How dare they? If they did, I mean. I loved how much he was all over the show. I think the one thing that always makes me nervous about people, uh, about wrestlers, excuse me, superstars um, who are really beloved is just that it's so easy to like, just uh, not bury them, but like take them and say, let's screw over Big E. Then people are going to be really angry and even more behind E. Um, yeah. You know, that's, the, that's the thing that could happen, but we got this moment. He, just to like to add to everything that you said about how great of a person he is, one of my favorite things about Biggie is that he has a project that he launched, I think last yes. year, called um, Our Heroes Our Rock, Heroes highlighting Rock. people mm-hmm. in Black history. And it was funded successfully on Kickstarter. So maybe we'll actually see that at some point. But man, like, there aren't, like, who, who better? Who better? Yeah. Who better? You know, I like mm-hmm. I I'm very happy for him as a person. And I and I really I'm 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 not even hoping that it means a lot to him to be champion. I know that it means a lot for him and the new day and for a lot of people that he's champion. So, you know, sometimes this business that's a work has some very real aspects to it. And one of them, I think, is even just his him being at this spot where he could be champion finally. And hopefully this is not I'm sure this is not the last time that we'll see it. Right. Exactly. And um, from our job has a 
Squadcast, unofficial, official, uh, RJP, uh, patrons group. Yeah. Alex said, uh, big E, big E, big E, don't you ruin this for us, W, ruin this for us now, WWE. And I mean, those are legit concerns, you know, yeah. like we're saying, like, I, again, I think it, it points to that they did, they went all out for his first championship. Uh, that oh, wow. it, <laughs> Okay, I didn't mean to do that because they because they went big uh, for his for his first championship. um, That it bodes well. It it bodes well for him. Um, I would love to see him hold it until um, Survivor Series, so we can get him versus Roman if Roman holds it that long. But uh, either way, that'd be really really cool. Um, And I mean, because I'm trying to think, you, you know. Uh, Nikki was just the Money in the Bank holder when she won her title. I, I don't think it was anywhere near as celebrated as this, and that that was also her first championship. Yeah, they didn't spend the next couple of weeks like, how did this happen? Like, this is not the kind of. <laughs> like, no- sorry, we got confused for we didn't mean for that to happen, <laughs> right? Like it, they spent the whole time uh, like it, she she's not better than Charlotte. How did this happen? Um, I mean, yeah, that right. was we we won't even go there now, will we? But no, this was really really um, powerful to see, and we'll see where it goes. We'll see what they do. I think that yeah, there's uh, so many questions. We could try to like fantasy book it, but I think at the end of the day, I kind of want to say. That I don't think WWE could ruin the fact that Biggie won. Like that's a moment either. that happened. Now they could ruin what happens after he wins. Yeah, but like yeah. he, I, I want to just be clear. Like he, at least to us, he always will have that moment, and it's a special moment. And my mind even went to, okay, when are we getting Xavier Woods with that championship? Because yeah, I thought that too. That, that's the one we need. We need him to have it. At or some even point. just he's he's never had a singles title at never. all. Never. So, I mean, at least give that man, if you don't want to put the the big belt on him, give him the uh, the IC title, at least. Give him the US title. Give him one of them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, he looks good with that championship. He you does. know, like, we could see, I, I see it. And we did see some, like, moments of greatness from Xavier Woods earlier this not only earlier this year, earlier this summer, technically, um, with Bobby Lashley in some matches. So yes. we'll see. But wow, New Day, New Day is killing it. And killing um, it. they should already be in the Hall of Fame. In, they in are. They gotta be. And year. let's just and let's just also appreciate that they are able to do this without having to turn on each other. Like people keep. Yeah. Why don't they turn on it? Because nobody wants to see that. Everybody doesn't have to turn on each other to be good. I love how Biggie didn't have to be. Um, he stopped being goofy to win the championship. I love that he proved all of that wrong. Because come on, yeah. there's there's more than they represent so many type of black people. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many different types of black people and, and so many types of people overall. You uh, know, yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, I just love that they, that they kind of, we talk about this all the time, but they kind of break that, that mold a little yeah. bit. So yeah. And they bring the that. nerd vibes. They bring yes. the goofy vibes. They bring all of the, all these things that I think just make like real people who they are and they're very relatable. And I think it's like, 
it's awesome that so many people, even non like people who are not black, obviously could rally yes. around them. But I mean, we're just going to rally a little bit harder um, around yeah. them. So, yeah. Yep. So uh, let's move on just real quickly. Want to touch on this because we're not trying to be here all day, folks. We're going to wrap it up. No, um, you know, we, we have Big Brother live feeds to exactly. Like, they're probably off offline anyway right now they so, but you know what, what time it is <laughs> what yeah, season we gotta, it is <laughs> exactly we, <laughs> we gotta make room uh, yeah. but we did get a question uh, can Charlotte stop doing the moonsault she never connects and it's overdone now I from Derek thank you so much Derek I cannot agree more again I just yeah. I don't like her moonsault either I really don't but some of the comments we got um, back a few weeks ago was Charlotte versus Naya. They're fine. That was the Matt. I don't know what happened there. I'm sorry, guys. Everybody wanted to know our reactions. Our reactions are confusion. What World on Star. God's green earth? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like what was that? What? What were we looking at, man? Like a few weeks ago on Raw, Charlotte and Naya had a match, but. Somewhere, I uh, it just they just started hitting each other like for real, for real. Naya dropped Charlotte on her head. I was just like, do y'all not like each other? <laughs> yeah, it kind it was a little bit scary to watch that match. Like, is someone is well, really? Charlotte was who I think everyone uh, was worried about in this situation. Yeah. Like, was Charlotte gonna get hurt? Gonna get her neck broken? Gonna get mm-hmm. a black eye? Gonna get what you know, concussed? I don't know. It was very aggressive, and yeah. I think at the end of the day, especially because like we've seen them in the ring since. I think it might have just been this yeah. past week that they did the the match maybe, like, of that, or maybe it was last week I, don't I think it was like two the, weeks ago yeah they did the rematch and mm-hmm. it was like it was just interesting because yeah they were kind of doing like the shoot shootishness yeah. of it a little bit but clearly it was a work and yeah it's exactly. wild like how some of these people get in the ring and like they were go- they were going at it they weren't hurting each other apparently they were not fighting backstage beyond what happened from what all accounts have said, except for Devon right. Dudley, who apparently claims that he heard that they were fighting. But what I don't know where he is or what he's doing. So, right. you know, this was wild. Like, what? what? Yeah, they they worked very stiff in that match. I I feel like I'd have to watch it again because I've it, didn't it too even many see, times. It, it didn't even feel like it didn't feel like, you know, when when Braun was working snug against um Brock and then Brock potatoed him to like let him know like ease up. It just really went like left. Like it was real sloppy quick. too. Yeah, it was very, sloppy. Like yeah. that's the thing. It wasn't just hard hitting, but it's like it's like they both didn't want to be there. Yeah, and then and then to kind of like like make it nice and kind of like shoehorn it into a storyline. They they pushed him out there for the rematch, like you said, and they did like a work shoot style. So like it was really weird. Um yeah, yeah guys, I don't know what that was, but that but was for, a sight. Yeah. 
But beyond beyond that, I will say that it was the way that that WWE approached it after was actually pretty good, in my opinion, because Mm. earlier in. So this is um, talking about the night that they had the rematch earlier in the night. They had like individual promos with Charlotte and Nia where they were just like talking crap on each other. And Mm. then. we actually had the match and the match again integrated some of those shoot ish elements. And at the end of Mm -hmm. the day, it's like some people are comfortable getting aggressive in the ring and they were able to do it. And they're still able to like professionally work together. And that's great. But I liked how WWE leaned into this, this idea of the shoot and I'll say it was trending like the next day it was was trending. Mm -hmm. So I, they got what they wanted. They got what they wanted and it was well done. And now they're, and then already they're moving on to the Alexa stuff. So exactly. Good job with that WWE, even though I'm guessing it wasn't intended from the jump. Right. But, you know, Charlotte and Naya are, again, they're no strangers to working stiff. So, you know, good, good on them for being safe. At least it does. They seem like they both come out of this uninjured. So that's yeah. great. <laughs> it's unfortunate, though. You know, the, the it always turns into the comp, the same conversation with Nia. Does, She's yeah. unsafe. Blah, 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 which, like, I understand it because it really does make you cringe when you see some VIP at the end of the day. It's like. Who am I? Who are we to judge? We've talked about yeah. that before. And, I, and again, I just, I just wonder if it's just because it's like, um, I, that's not a style that they normally work. They normally work the WWE safe style. So when they fall out of that, it's just so noticeable and so jarring. But the mm-hmm. funny thing is, like, if you go over to like Stardom or like Japanese Joshi wrestling. You know, that's what they they do over there. You know, they they work stiff all the time over there, most like a good portion of the time or at least snugger than what WWE does. So, you know, but and people love that. So at this point, you're just picking, you know, what you like, what you don't like out of it. And if these two ladies can pull that out of their bags and do it in a safe manner, then why not do it every night? Know? We love no, it. don't do that. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's a, it's basically an, another skill set. That's how I see it. It's a skill set yeah. that they both can do. Now, again, yet, like you said, Nia, just th- that track record follows her. So a lot of people just don't, don't like it. Don't like seeing yeah. it. So yeah. I don't, I don't like seeing it either because we all know that I don't like real stuff. But it was, it was very interesting. It was wild. It was wild stuff. Um, yeah, to say the all least. is well that ends well too. That's what I'll just like throw exactly. in that. Like no one was injured, it, it, it definitely not injured seriously, and so that's what it's about. Don't injure your opponent, and they did a good job at that. Yeah. All right, so we gotta <laughs> we gotta talk about Samoa Joe relinquishes his title the NXT <sighs> title like yeah. what the day before NXT 2.0 um new, the new NXT premiered uh on Tuesday night two day, two days ago um and the, it's even titled NXT 2.0 they have mm-hmm. the new arena they have the new everything yeah we if you're watching us on YouTube which I suggest that you suggest that you do and hope that you Always. are but yeah, um, Matt brought up a picture of the new NXT arena. Um, 
before we get into that, what did you think this was a work? The whole Samoa Joe thing. He said that he wasn't medically cleared to um, hold the belt, and that's why he relinquished it. Do you do you personally think that he, he was really medically cleared, or do you think they forced him, or he really wasn't medically cleared? I'm sorry, or that you think they forced him to give up the title for the new rebranding? I. I just think that's not a very it's not a really classy thing to do to say that someone who was on the shelf seriously injured not able to compete is injured so I I believe it mm. um I believe it yeah. cuz I, I don't like I it's like too much of conspiracy theory for me exactly. to say that it's not real and again like maybe WWE would do that they've probably done things like that in the past but like mm-hmm. I don't see why they would have to make up that excuse to get the championship off of someone. They could just have him lose it the first night or lose it any sort of way. You know, that they don't need it. They don't need to build up these things. They could just do them and they have done them. They don't have any hesitation about that. They could have an injury angle and have him drop the championship. Like, in the yeah, ring or they could have a so, they could fire him pretend fire him or whatever like or just put together a match where he loses so yeah. i i do i'm assuming that he's actually injured but i mm-hmm. but i have seen the takes that he might not be and maybe i'm wrong yeah. but i yeah what do you what do you think no i agree with you like i just don't see the point of the man said what the man said Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if if that's what if Samoa Joe was the one who who did that video message saying that he was not cleared to compete, he'll have to relinquish the title. But he also said that you know he'll just be on the shelf for a little while, and when he comes yeah. back, he's coming back for the title. So I mean, I believe him. I believe what what came out of his mouth. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the whole Vince the the rumors that Vince took over NXT and that Triple H no longer has creative control um, yeah. that they're shifting their focus and all of that but I mean I, I just hope Joe's okay that's all I, I care about you know I hope he's okay yeah yeah, and it's tough too because I, I I know that we've all probably been in like similar head spaces when people have returned um, Edge Daniel Bryan, you know, you just get mm-hmm. nervous when you see them taking certain bumps and hits. And exactly, um, maybe this is just the reality of what could happen. Where sometimes it's okay, and other times they're injured. It didn't seem like it was. From what Joe said, there, like it seems like they just wanted to be cautious and keep him out, and that makes sense. You know, yeah. I, I like hopefully it's not anything more serious than that. But it is sad because he has kind of, you know, like he's definitely someone who clearly loves to wrestle and mm-hmm. loves wrestling. And, um, you know, you have to feel for someone who's not able to do the thing that they love. I I mentioned Daniel Bryan a second ago. He's coming up so many different times on this show for different reasons. But one of them is just I think about Total Divas and the very like mm. jarring um you know the very jarring way that if you're you're watching that or if you go find episodes of that you could see daniel or, or brian danielson i should say you could see brian mm. talking about just being really depressed when he wasn't able to wrestle and when he wasn't sure about his career and yeah um it's hard it's it sucks um 
but that's that's kind of a conversation that that um I think is important to have and and we'll talk more about that otherwise but just like the conversation on mental health and wrestling is so important and to not be able to do the thing that you love sucks and is not something that we'd wish on anyone right exactly um so into that we got NXT 2.0 um and because before Joe uh, went out, there was a number one contenders match set for the first night, NXT 2.0. Um, it was supposed to be Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne versus LA Knight versus Tommaso Ciampa for the like championship, like the contenders match. Um, but it ended up being whoever won that would be the champion. And, um, <laughs> It, it was some wild stuff, man, uh, to say the least. Before we get to the results of that, NXT 2.0 has a really interesting feel to it. It, yeah. it really does. They, they, they basically said they wanted to go back to NXT being developmental. Um, they wanted to push new faces. You know, um, Vince wanted to, you know, or, or I shouldn't say Vince because, you know, we don't know, but the, the know. new strategy here is going with younger, fresher, making homegrown talent, preferably tall people from what we understand. <laughs> and so I watched, I, I, you know, I haven't really watched, I haven't watched NXT live in forever. I normally yeah. record it and then watch it. I watched this live and I like it. It is definitely oh. different. Oh. It's it's jarring. It's jarring how yeah. different it is, um, because they came right. out swinging like legit out the gate. La Knight um, was challenged by Braun Breaker, who is actually Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker, yeah, the son of uh uh. Rick Steiner, yes, one of them. No, not Scott. Rick, Rick Steiner, Steiner's son. His mm-hmm. real name is Rex Steiner. Um. Mm-hmm. And his name used to be Bronson Rex Steiner. Um, yeah. But they changed it to Braun Breaker, which is, oh, I, I hate the name. I hate the name. But he looked so good in there versus LA Knight. Um, again, this, this wasn't supposed to be a full preview show, review show of it, but like it was really good. And then throughout the night, we literally just had. Um, a few times we had uh, established stars versus um, rookie stars. Sometimes we had two rookie, two rookies um, championship. You know, yeah, tag teams or like uh, BFAB made her wrestling debut on there. It was a little rough, but like mm-hmm. basically all of it was just introducing the 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 new the new generation uh, and it, it really gave that new generation era uh, style to it as, as well. Matt, what did you think about NXT 2.0? I loved this show from the perspective of it being developmental because yeah. the show started out with promos. And yes. one of the things that I feel like NXT has always needed more of, especially just for like everyone is opportunities to cut promos. And I thought it was yes. really interesting that the show started out like, Five, four or five, I think it was the, the four people in the main event. And then we also saw um, Braun Breaker kind of debut and pop up there. But they were just looking in the camera and cutting these promos. And to me, it's like, 
you know, someone like Kyle O'Reilly needs that time, needs those reps, staring at a camera, cutting a promo to get better at that. Everyone needs that. And so I love that there was that built in. I loved that they had more of these different segments. I love that there was more interaction in the show. So, of course, we haven't even talked about the um, incredible wedding that took place. But um, that to me was so interesting because I don't think I've ever seen that many different characters featured in a wrestling wedding. And it was cool that people had time for more of that character work. I also liked the brighter setup of the ring because I Mm -hmm. felt like you could see more of the crowd. You could see more of the workers. Like it just felt like, I don't know if there was anything to do with like the camera work, but it did feel like you could kind of see like, this is developmental. These are people trying to figure out how to do this thing still. And I was a fan. I was a fan of it. It was a lot different. There were a lot of Mm -hmm. new people for me, at least seeing them. And Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think it, I could see this being a good place to develop stars is, is kind of where I end. And a lot of people, some people didn't like it. Some people thought it was gay, very stagey. They said a lot of like Saturday night fever or heat or whatever, you know. Uh, but I, I know I like it. Wait, I, I, Saturday yeah, night or fever or sa- whatever heat, Sunday whatever their, heat? their old, their old sets. Oh. I don't know, old wrestling. Wasn't Don Travolta in Saturday Night Fever? I don't know, Matt. I wasn't but alive I'm then, Mari. I, I I thought that it gave it 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 did give it give it a, a completely different atmosphere, and yeah. it felt very old school. It felt very old school, just in a new modern way. I don't know. I I I I agree that it was only it was still two hours, but it felt yeah. like so much got done in that two hours. Like we had like I think like four or five matches. Uh-huh. We got a whole like you said a whole bunch of promo work. Even just yeah. seeing, just going backstage and like somebody like I like I think Braun Breaker had like dashed yeah. up like was that one of the uh is that one of the there Uso were all sorts, brother there, or something? there were all sorts of people who were congratulating him that's one of the things chilling. i noted yeah, yeah. D- damian priest made an appearance too yeah. just randomly so uh, that's the thing i like but i think the thing maybe like to put a bow on just the things that the, the i appearance? loved about this i loved oh. that no 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 <laughs> mari You know me, I like a good wrestling wedding, but I think for me, the thing that was so great is that, like, I feel like with this, as opposed to the old NXT or which, like any version of NXT, even, I just don't see how, I see how this is preparing someone for the main roster. With that, it was just a different thing. Like, it was very wrestling heavy, which is great, but, you know, like, you need to Carrying Cross is a great example. You need to do a lot more than be able to wrestle mm-hmm. to thrive on the main roster. And hopefully more people will be prepared to shine when they do make it up based on this newer format. And hopefully they keep it up, like giving people promo time, giving people characters. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked ma- everything with Mandy Rose this week. And yeah, just, like, her I was new, just like, that was really her- fun. Um, it was fun, fun, but fun. I was like, y'all, all she did was she's brunette. Now. She dyed her like, hair. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. She has a no, she dyed her hair. She has a choker on. And that yes, makes her a bad She's edgy. So. She's wearing all black now. Uh-huh. All black for this week. We don't brunette. know. 
Yeah, that was a she, pretty shade of brown on her, though. Like she looks I will gorgeous. Say, I will say, I wonder if there were a lot of people who are like, "Who's that? Who's that?" Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it happens. I Maybe, mean, look, because they can't. Her makeup it, yeah. was a little different. So hmm, look, that's true. It's hmm. hard sometimes to trust me. Someone changes their hair, and people are like, "Who's that?" So um, that's look. It was cool all around, Mari. We just need to touch on. This stuff with the wedding. I like. Okay, but wait before the wedding. Oh no! Before we get to the wedding, I want to. I want to. That's gonna be the the cherry on top. I just we're really getting into it. I know. I know. We are. I I really just want to point out though, Carmelo Hayes is so good on the mic. Like I really like him. He won the NXT Breakout Star of the Year, and Samantha Irvin was um introducing was um interviewing him and she did a great job too i think that was one of her first time on tv as well shout out to samantha uh she is a listener of the rjp um what but what, what, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you now you gotta straighten up <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go hey samantha <laughs> not samantha you. irving not this. what not you doing this. You listen to the wrestling wrap up. I didn't say she listened to the wrestling wrap up. She is she listens to RHAP, and then I had interacted with her, so she knows about the wrestling wrap up. I don't okay, know if she well, listens. She doesn't listen. <laughs> That's cool. We appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for trying. Um, and Carmelo uh, Hayes introduced Trick Williams, and Trick Williams had a great look to him. Um, I think he he wrestled in. Okay, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna pretend like I know. But I, I, I do know. I do know, but I'm not sure. So I, I'm not. I, I don't like to. Uh, you don't like to give lies. But yeah, but he, he's he's uh, kind of fresh. Um, he did stumble on his promo a little bit there, but Carmelo was there to help him, and I think they're going to be a tag team. They uh beat down one of the other breakout star tournament um people forget his name sorry guys again we weren't trying to we didn't mean to go this in depth but it was just great like you said it was just like a lot a lot of good promos that introduced uh introduced us at least i think including them like three tag teams uh male tag teams and then we also got Gigi dolan and jc jane who of yeah. course like you just said um when they also Casey looked amazing. And Lacey, yeah, they they're the ones who are who Mandy Rose changed them, but then they they changed her. I don't know, whatever. It's um, a, yeah, it's a lot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to sort through that, but yes, that's exactly. So, what but and then we got this cherry on top. What we've all been waiting for the index wedding, and take it away if you want to go take it away take now. it away me why have to well you said you wanted to say something weddings. no I look. I'm just happy. Mm, Mari. That was such a fun love. wedding. I love love and I love a good wedding that actually <laughs> ends like with yes! people getting married. Guys. So that's kind of how I feel about that. Um, yeah. This was a really fun wrestling wedding and like one because the people actually got married. So yes. it's funny how like that's what makes a- that was the swerve. 
That's the swerve that it actually works. The swerve was that nothing happened. (laughs) The swerve was that nothing happened. (laughs) To interrupt. (laughs) It was all just kind of like strange in the sense that uh, like Johnny Gargano was giving Indy away, would not let go of Indy's arm for like way too long. It was really uncomfortable. But also we found out their middle names, Indy, Ophelia, Hartwell, Dexter, Gaylord, Loomis. Good to know. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 those are my notes, and um, yeah, it got a little freaky, but didn't get too freaky for it to not yeah. happen. Dexter and, and basically threatening everybody. Yeah, that saved the day. Oh. Dexter choked out the Reverend. Yes, choking out the the Reverend Austin Theory lost. Uh, didn't didn't bring the he rings. Just came back. Yeah, he just like, came back out of nowhere. He just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a so wedding, good. though. Like you see all pe- all sorts of people who you haven't seen in a long time. So mm-hmm. he's here for now, at least. It was really cool. Yeah, like it was really Dex- cool. Dexter Loomis ch- choked out the original priest because the original priest was like, "Do you have anything to say?" <laughs> he's like, "How dare you?" Yeah, up to this you point, we've never heard. Right, we never heard Dexter talk. Beth Phoenix was like, "Well, I thought something like this might happen," so. You did? <laughs> she got I, ordained I online ordained for ten ten dollars the night before. Yeah. Which is funny. I don't know if she said ten dollars. Said nine ninety nine or something. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't even know if she said the amount. I just know that back in twenty fifteen I did the same thing. I went online, I got my ten dollar certificate on some website and I don't know if it's expired now. I don't know if <laughs> marry people on this podcast, but oh, wow. I'm sure if we go onto Google and I, I could get my certificate renewed for nine ninety nine, another ten dollars. Yeah, but it was so great. And then to cap it all off, we hear Dexter say "I do," and he got the biggest. That has to be one of the biggest pops for saying two words that have three letters. Like it was that that crowd went so wild for that just after the eye and then the big sat everybody was like oh! and it was like do it was like so they, good the fans that's the one thing that's so great about the NXT crowd in general regardless of whether it's at full sale or wherever it might be you know i think that they always sell for the action and they sold for this moment. They sold for this segment, um, yeah. giving like the perfect reactions. And so yeah, you gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, so that's it for NXT 2.0. It, I mean, I think it's a good start. I, I want to see, I, it definitely makes me want to see more. Like I want to see what happens next week. You know, I want to see who they, um, Oh, Wait, yeah, we didn't even talk. Sorry, my bad. Tommaso no, Ciampa won. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna come back to that. I forgot. Like, I completely forgot. I thought we talked about, but Tommaso Ciampa won after Kylo Riley got taken out of the the match. I don't mm-hmm. even know the name of the guy they put in there. To be quite honest, every what, time they said what, his name, I could rocks, not. Rocks steady. No, what's his name? Von Wagner. Wagner. Von Von Wagner. Yes, Von Wagner. Kyle O'Reilly got beat up and then so Von Wagner like helped him so they put him in there and he's a complete like rookie here too. So they put a rookie in there with three other people vying for the NXT championship. Mm -hmm. So they are just really serious about you know people getting their reps in and it was really interesting to see especially since he was just very tall. I was like okay did you you're just he's tall. 
He didn't say yeah. too much. He looked like he looked kind of like um, I don't know if you remember Andy Levine, who won that season of Tough Enough that Mandy Rose and Sonia were on that season. I remember that Tough Enough, but I don't remember it. it, it Andy, Andy won. Andy was won that, that was that his Marty. name? Are you sure? I thought the guy mm-hmm. who won his name started with a B, like Bronson Reed. No, no. <laughs> guys, it's late. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Uh, no, I really thought that dude's no, name was, was Bronson. It was though. Andy. It was Andy. He went by like the silent. D- you know what? He never even really debuted on the roster, so no, it's he okay. Didn't. That he he moved there. He got his two hundred fifty thousand, and then they cut him. But I could have sworn yeah. his name was not bad. But we do not have time I, for me to. I think it. there are like fifty percent of people who are listening are probably like, "Yeah, we don't remember him, Matt." You're probably just making him up, and I'm not. I swear, no. I'm not. Josh, Josh Brid- Bridell. Josh. What? Who's Josh. An- Oh, wait! I lied. And that's yeah, right. that's that's his name. Yeah. His original name was Bronson Matthews. I knew it was something. Yeah, wait. I you think. know who I'm thinking of? I'm Who's thinking of the other tough enough. The other tough enough. Which another guy? guy. The one that had um, <laughs> Evelise. The one that had Evelise that was on USA Network. Mari, we're gonna keep. Oh, going. that was a minute ago. Yeah, that it was. was not- that was like ten years ago. Yeah, as opposed okay. to five years ago. See, I yeah. get them confused though because it was two tall, tall guys who never ended up really debuting. Yeah. So, what, well. who in the back there at WWE loved the name Bronson? Like, what is or going Bron? on there? Yeah, they weird. love that name. That is I, rude, though, that they did that to Braun Strowman. They're like, "Yeah, we're just going to throw in another Braun now. Like, you're you're not welcome back, sir. Sorry." Yeah, and, I don't and know. I that's still about. don't like it. But anyway, Braun yes. Breaker though. Braun with Breaker, two Ks. So yeah. Uh, well, yeah, with two Ks, like that's not a good look. So we also mm-hmm. got a question. Our last question, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso, back with Goldie. Any thoughts? That's from the great Edmo. Edmo. Yeah. Um, it's Champa and Goldie. I was surprised, Chompa to be quite and honest. Goldie. We I love like, it. I like Champa and Goldie, but I was very surprised. I thought I was for sure going to Pete Dunn because he just renewed his contract. He's still very, very young. I'm not going to comment what I just oh. thought, which is it's a height thing. You know, I. I mean, Tommaso Champa is not the biggest person. I was but about to say. I, I would also be surprised. I would be surprised if they're like, "Oh, let's put the championship on Pete Dunne," especially after everything that we've been saying about the height and how they value taller people. And I, that, I worry for some people who are Pete smaller. Dunne is five ten. They really? have him at five ten. They have Tommaso Champa at five eleven. Oh. They have Adam Cole at five eleven. I think that this look, we have to fact check this information. They don't seem yeah. the, they don't all seem the same height. But anyway, um Tampa is phenomenal and it's great that they have the championship this is on evolving here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But anyway, I thought he was sm- he he has a big personality. A big Oh, presence. I love Tampa with the belt. I love, love Tampa with the belt. We love him. I love we when love he it. grabs Ooh. Goldie like that, when he he's like he's just, just so happy. I'll get her. He's so this so is going to be interesting because I I think he's face as of right now, right? Isn't he a face? He's a face I, in my book. 
Yeah, I don't know. I love Hill Champa. Hill Champa with Goldie is like unbeatable. Peak. And at the yeah. end, after yeah, peak, yeah, after the wedding, we had uh, Tommaso and Braun Breaker staring each other down and then giving like a, a handshake. It was a moment. That was so, so weird. And specifically, I watched. I watched that moment back a couple times because. Like two um, seconds. Champa congr- well, Champa congratulated Braun Breaker, and Braun Breaker did not congratulate Champa on winning the championship. It was weird. I was like, mm-hmm. is that the point of the segment? Well, yeah, they were kind of, I think they were kind of going for like um when John Cena like walked on set for the beginning of Ruthless Aggression and like went like was staring at the Undertaker. Oh. Well, not not the Kurt Angle, but the Undertaker picture afterwards. Like it's like a, this is new. Everything's new type of thing. I'll yeah. go with it. I'll take your yeah. word for it. All right. So NXT 2.0. So again, guys, that was just us basically shooting. This is a whole shoot episode. We're just going through everything that we've, um, that we missed. We will be back next week with a full blown episode. Um, we will. Yeah, with everything um, that you love, your highlights, all of that. Before we go, we just have to talk about one more thing. One, two more things. Uh, The Miz is on Dancing with the Stars. Let me just say that the fact that The Miz is on Dan... I believe in The Miz. The Miz is an entertainer. The Miz Miz is a showman. The Miz is a performer, a talented, all-around athlete, a competitor, an actor, a singer. He's probably sung things before. He's a competitor on the reality TV. He's a competitor in the wrestling ring. And he will be your next Dancing with the stars champion. That's my, I don't know if that's what Maybe. they call it. I don't watch the show. I don't care. Really. I think it's Mirrorball Championship. I don't know. I that's I am ex- to me. I am very excited. I am excited to see that. Me too. I mean, actually. he has some very tough competition. I mean, JoJo Siwa is going to be like huge competition. I mean, that's all she does is she can. <laughs> yeah. So, Suni yeah. Lee, Olympic gold medalist. Suni yeah, come Lee. on. Look at that. Kenya, Kenya Moore, who has that song, Gone with the Wind, Fabulous. I'm Gone with the Wind. Fa- That's their song. Oh, I did not know she had that song. Who I don't keep cares? up with Housewives. I don't keep up with Matt James. He can't oh, do well on this. They're probably going to put some like baby oil on the ground to sabotage no. him because no one wants to see that. No, Olivia the Jade. bachelor, the bachelor people always go far because you know I love the bachelor bachelorette, but the bachelor bachelorette fans always come out and they always support. So he might go far, but we'll see. I don't know. Let's, I, don't I don't know about him. I don't know about him. I know very little about him, thankfully. But I know that people don't like him. And so mm. we'll see what happens with that. Um, Olivia Jade, who they bill as a an influencer model. She's the, from the college admission scandal. She'll probably pay <laughs> her way to, the, to win. She'll probably oh, pay for it. Oh, snap. I mean, yeah. who's, where's the lie? That's Aunt Becky's daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Sorry, Olivia just Jade. the name. <laughs> Never I mean, mind. that's her name, right? I, I can't. It is her name. Yeah. Lori Lawson so is the actress. 
Yes, they had to sprinkle her on there for like the controversy. I think she's the controversy yeah. pick this season. Um, of course, Mel C from the Spice Girls. What? What? Right. Sporty, Sporty Spice? What? Man, look that's at that. Awesome. And here's the thing I'll say is that there have been a number of wrestlers on the show. Nikki Bella was on season 25, was eliminated around seventh place. Chris Jericho, season 12, eliminated. Around seventh place, also Stacy Keebler, the first wrestler on this show. I watched that season. That was the season mm. I watched closely, and she almost won Dancing with the Stars. But she, yeah. like, she made it to the finale, and I said to myself, "I don't need to see any more wrestlers on this show because Stacy Keebler actually, of course, um, was a dancer, is a dancer, yeah. has that background, and." Maybe Miz, maybe Miz could prove us wrong. Maybe Miz will somehow beat JoJo Siwa and and take the the Mirror Ball Champion. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Still, I'm 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 telling you, you you gotta pencil in JoJo Siwa and Suni Lee as like the finals. Like how are sure. you, how are they not like taking up two of those spots? But we'll see. But the Miz, the Miz, the Miz is the most must see entertainer in the world's history. So I think that we have a winner already, Mari. That's right. Uh, if you say so, but you can catch Dance Ring. Again, with the- I won't. I won't catch it. And it, <laughs> it premieres with the stars on 920 yes. on Monday. ABC. ABC. Um, Tyra Banks. And we did not get paid to say that, unfortunately. We probably should have. We should pretend that we're sponsored by people who we're not sponsored by. Yeah, that advancing yeah. with the that Tyra Banks memoed us. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. You just start to talk about chicken sandwiches, and then eventually you'll get a free box of chicken sandwiches in the mail. Like that's oh the philosophy. That's, that's what happens. Okay, but yeah. So uh, that's uh, Dancing with the Stars, and yeah. um. So, uh, one one last one last thing to to cover, which is not as fun, but in the world of more in the world of wrestling than Dancing with the Stars, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about Daphne just really quickly and mention that, and just to issue a trigger warning of of course for folks as we uh, touch on this, um, mentioning mental health, um people taking their lives of course um just so you know we were going to talk about that for a split second but um that was so that was the week after we um recorded our our last episode and that was and that was that was very intense um in the world of wrestling um but, we definitely yeah. want to say rest in peace to Daphne and yeah. um, all of her family. Um, it was really unfortunate. Daphne was a great wrestler who um, did most of yeah. her work on TNA, basically helped build that knockouts division around mm-hmm. like the 2005 era, if I remember correctly. And, you know, she she went on social media. She was crying out for help. And unfortunately, help didn't arrive in time. She ended up taking her own life. So um, to all those out there, uh, we're really touched touched and saddened by everything that's happened just make sure that you know there are resources always feel free to call um, people we will link the national suicide hotline in our description and you know you're never alone always always reach out if you can um but yeah. it was a very sad thing that hit the wrestling world and we saw a lot of tributes throughout the week i think i saw nikki ASH Nikki Cross again. Yeah. What are they calling her? Um, yeah. Was wearing an armband. We had a few wrestlers um, 
paying tributes to Daphne, that knockout knockdown tournament that I yeah. mentioned about TNA, that they're going to be doing a, um, like a, like a memorial, I, I think a match or something, or the whole thing is dedicated to her. So, um, it really rocked the wrestling world. And, and it's, yeah. and it's not the, it, it's like, been, it feels like it's been a string of these type of like, um, suicides, like with Hannah yeah. and all of that. So yeah. just remember, Ashley like, Sorrow. Ashley, yes, Ashley. Oh my gosh. I mentioned that um, because of I, like the, the piece, uh, there was a piece, I think in Sports Illustrated that I was reading that kind of just talked about not just wrestlers and mental health, which is so important to talk about. Yeah. But also just about how there was a string between Hana, um, and then Ashley Massaro, I believe the following year and now, um, Daphne of just like women in wrestling and the, the conversation mm-hmm. about women in wrestling and their mental health is also coming up to um and I, I and I'll also just say on top of the conversation about mental health that another conversation I saw kind of uh that that's come out of everything with Daphne is just about CTE and the mm-hmm. the impacts that brain trauma has on you also um which I know is something that that she was very aware of and um you know I hope that like there's a there's space for these conversations more and more yeah. and that the people that we support and care about and value could one number one, like get the support and feel the support that they need. um, But also that they could like not have to experience these issues with mental health and their well being, and just with like poor quality of life for any reason. And so um, it's so it's uh, it is really heartbreaking, but I I think at the end of the day too, um, like Mari said, like, if you are in a position where you need help, like reach out. There are always people who care about you, who are willing to support, who are willing to show up. Um, and um, yeah, it's, there's no like no pretty way to, to end it in talking about Daphne, but you know, really yeah. iconic. And again, she also had her WW, uh, WCW run mm-hmm. WWE shouted her out um, on their social media after, after her passing too. And so, yeah. um, yeah, let's hope I, I hope that people could really honor and, and uh support just uh and honor I, and support her legacy, I'll say. Exactly. And as we always say when we normally when we end this podcast, like try and bring positivity yeah. positivity into this wrestling community. You know, be mindful of the things that you say on social media to and about wrestlers and at the end of the day, they are still people. They still yeah. hear stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? like just be respectful it really isn't that hard to be respectful yeah. of these people you know so just be kind as julie yeah. chin would say um yes. but we really got to get up out of here so matt where can the people find you you can find me on twitter on stereo at matt scott gw <laughs> Hit me up, tweet me. That's the places. Um, and yeah, that I mean, the wrestling wrap up is a place where you could find me. Hopefully, I'll be talking about Survivor a good bit on RHAP. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, Survivor is starting up again next week, so we'll see what what comes out of all of that. But um, yeah, that's where you could find me for the most part. I also mentioned that I'm doing like a special series of podcasts over on silent podcasts about the YouTube 
show uh, uh, game thing, Black Widow Brigade, which is really fun to talk about because it features so many Rob has a podcast podcasters and uh, lots of shenanigans there. And so uh, definitely check out the episode from last week featuring me. Grace Leader and Latanya Starks. And there are only two more episodes of that pod- podcast happening. So you'll see who ends up on there. But that's where you can find me. And Mari, where could people find you other than everywhere? You can find me on Twitter and stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. And that's two, like the number two, of course, every week here on the Wrestling Rehab Up. Once we start back up, um, I'll be, of course, doing Big Brother 23 coverage. We got just a few more weeks of that going. Like you said, hopefully we'll get this, uh, we'll get on Survivor coverage. Um, and just, you know, you know, I'd be around. I'd be talking about your favorite reality TV, yeah. your favorite reality yeah. TV shows. Um, but other than that, you know, always uh, catch us. You can um, tag us or, or um, mention us on Twitter and um, join the conversation. Talk about talk with us about some wrestling on the wrestling wrap up. Other than that, guys, we got to get up out of here. So uh, <laughs> watch out for any fine elbows. Bye. Bye.